Good morning, Rabbi Isai. We'll talk a little bit today. I don't have much time. I'm finishing off Be'ezer Hashem HaSefer. It has to go to print. But I didn't want to miss again this week. So I'm hopping a rain. We'll go a little bit today into the sugi that we just finished the last couple of days. The sugi of Eishem Mishim Chitzov. It's really a very broad sugi. Shas sugi. And it's primarily discussed between Chovbeis and Chovgimel. Those are the two main paletta that discuss it. Although it's scattered throughout Shas. So let's try to get a little bit of a handle on the sugi. So the Gemara starts with the case of the Mishnah of Akelev Shenot al The Gemara says, Akelev Shenot al Chagoro, Baholach Logodish Tizan Chobbezo Medalev on the top. Ochalachagoid Likagodish, Alachagoro, Mishalim Nezek Sholem, Balagodish Mishalim Chazinezek. And the Gemara is analyzing this din of the Kelev that took the Chagoro. And the, the, there's a difference in payment between the Charoa and the Godish, and that the Gemara is analyzing what that is. And in order to analyze and to come to some kind of conclusion, why there would be a Chiv Nezek Sholem on the Achille, and not on the, not on the Havora, forces us to analyze what's the Chiv Eish, what's the Geder of Eish, and and then we'll have its application as far as the chiyuvim of uh, of the eish of the kelav itma. Rabbi Yechonin Oma eishay mishum chitzov. Rabbi Yechonin says that the chiyuv eish is mishum chitzov. The literal translation means it's automazik, just like if a person took an arrow, even though they didn't have direct contact. With, with the chafetz, with the object that got damaged. But it's clearly associated to their action. And that wouldn't be called momen amazik. That wouldn't be like shayra shihizik. That would be considered odom amazik. Because it's my force and my action. Rav Yechanan treats eish in the same way. Eish mishum Rishlokish's position is that Eish is no different than Mamoyne Shehizik. And just like we have Mamoyne Shehizik is based fundamentally on the fact that there's a lack of Shmire, that you didn't watch something which is yours, and that's the Machayev. So the same thing, Eish, it's yours, it's your Eish. You didn't watch it, Yechayev. In this Nekuda, there's a machlek as we shine him between Rashi and Toysus, whether at least the way the Gemara is going, would that require, according to Rish Lakish, that the the Eish, whether it was the Gacheles or the Shalheves, whatever it was, was yours. It was actually yours, monetarily speaking. But this was my object. In order to be chayiv mishuma moinoi, and that's how Rashi takes on the position where the sugi is holding that it would be al it would be required to be your moment. 
And Tosis over here says it's not a requirement. He says that even when the Gemara says that Yechayim Mishum Mamoinai, he says Avada you don't need Mamoinai. Chiu Mamoinai Yesh Pei Veloi Sheyeh Eish Shaloi. Says Tosis, I don't need that it should be yours. I feel Hidlik Beishol Chaveru Yechayim. Mechitzav obviously it's not a question. If Ruvain takes Shimon's arrow and he throws it, obviously it's his mice. It's Ruvain's action. Mashen came the Eish. There would be a mockum to say like Rashi. Taisus is saying no, that the mamoina here is considered your association to it, nothing to do with the fact that you actually own the specific age. That's the position that Taisus takes, which would really align Ishai of Rishlokish to Bur, to the Nizke Bur that we have, and we discussed already in the past, that. By bar, even though bar is mamoyna shizik, the bar does not belong to you. And the Gemara says that the bar is some kind of kilu ain't birshuse. What does that even mean? Kilu ain't birshuse. See, the Gemara compares bar to chometz. Chometz we understand because chometz is not a monetary. Theoretically, it's not a monetary isa. It's an isa for one to have possession of chometz. And the Torah considers that chometz, which is in your domain, which had belonged to you prior to Pesach, that's called in your possession for Bayro Bayimot. It's an Arachayim Alocha. So it's easy for us to say, okay, listen, it's not yours, it doesn't belong to you, but the Torah considers it in your possession for Bayro Bayimot. Just easier to, to categorize it. When it comes to Bavakama, it's a little more complex because we're dealing with Mamoyne Shizik. The money, the fact that it's yours is what creates, what what, what links you to the hezekim that occur from it. And what does it mean, Kilo? And for that reason, Rav Shemeshkop is machadish, that something that you create, even monetarily speaking, is yours. It's yours. Fundamentally yours. And it can almost over override some of the standardized halachas that we have in Chosh and Mishpat, like you can't be kind of dover shame by mamish, right? You can't, you can't buy something that's not tangible, theoretically. Dover shame misuya, right? So, intellectual, lamashal, intellectual property is also something that's not really tangible, right? So, Shemesh Kop is machadish that the yitzira of a person, when a person creates something, that gives him bylus monetar- monetarily speaking, bylus, and and actually that Rav Shimon Shkop, which he's really using to explain the mazik of bar, it was actually used by many of the achroinim in our generation when they had to deal with copyright and bechlal ownership rights to something which is not tangible. They used that Rav Shimon Shkop to say that. So getting to our sugya, it would seem that that may be the actual debate here. Where we where do we place Aish? Do we place Aish as Mamoina, in which case the moment has to be that it's your moment. That's that's where Rashi is coming from. And Toysis would say that the Aish is your creation. 
And the bilus is very similar to the bilus that you have on, on bar. That's what comes out. The Gemara goes and explains both sudden. Rabbi Yechon doesn't say like Rishlokish. Rishlokish doesn't say like Rabbi Yechonan. Rishlokish is very simple. Rishlokish, my time will be Rabbi Yechonan. Chitzav mikoychikazli. I love mikoychikazli. It's a little bit difficult what the Gemara is even sad is. Meaning, of course, where would be where would be the logic to say like Rabbi Yechonan? Rabbi Yechonan is a chidish nifle. Rabbi Yechonan is a chidish nifle. In an ordinary case of a chitz, that's not coming directly from your koyach, there's already a whole debate. There's a sugi of koyach koychoy. Koyach koychoy is more your koyach than eish. And yet, the Gemara has a strong tzad, and it's discussed in several sugis hashas, that koyach koychoy is not koychoy. We spoke about it by Tzvaris, we spoke about it in other sugis. In Marcus, the Gemara discusses it. So there you're dealing with a force, a secondary force. And in Kolatarakula, we don't consider that your hates. We don't consider it your force, your power. So it would it would seem, at the very least, that Aish has to be weakened to the degree of Koyach Koychay. At the very least. Right? It's much worse than Koyach Koychay. Because the bottom line of Koyach Koychet is still an element of the physical force that's that that's taking place. Here it's here it's I would consider it much much less. Here it's much closer to a Gomer Balman. It's a little bit difficult why Rishlokish has to come on and say it's almost like he's saying a Chiddush. Chitzav Kazli. Hi, love I think that this is going to attach itself a little bit to Reb Chaim. Which is what I want to discuss today, Chaim Brisk, in the discussion of what is the longest talk of Eishem Mishim Chitzav. But the Gemara clearly seems to say that Rish Lakish has to respond to this. Meaning, if this would be a just a, a pure Xeris Akasav, which is again, without the shock of a tired Gemara, it would almost seem like this is like this magnificent Chiddush. That Rabbi Yechonen got from the halach of Eish, that it's chitzov. It's almost a chiddush atayra. It's not a kolater kuladik a concept. It's kolater concept. This will be a grome. It will be koyach 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 koyach. But when the Gemara is dealing here, the Gemara seems to be saying that Rish Lokish has to make this distinction, like as though almost it's the portion is like Rabbi Yechonen. I don't know why that is. Rabbi Yechonen, time alone, Rish Lokish. That we understand. Because as we explained, even if we're talking about Mamoinoi, even if we're talking about Mamoinoi, it's not so partial that it's Mamoinoi, and for sure, according to Tezus, Eish is Chayv, even if it's not Mamoinoi. But still in all, it's your creation. And a creation is enough to be called Mamoinoi Lagabi Bavakame. So Yishloki, Rabbi Yechon Taka says, you're right. Mamoinoi is Pei Mamosh. Medahai less Pei Mamosh. Over here, there's Taka no Mamosh. And that, that's why it can't be Momoyne. This may give us also a, a, a deeper understanding in Bor, because according to Yechanan, you need Mamoshes, and you have to know if Bor is Chayev, Lahavloi, Veloi, Lachavtoi. You have to know how to weave these two sugyas together. But that's not, we're not discussing Bor now. I'm just letting the Elam know that this is something that should be analyzed. 
Then there is a Vibyechlan has this added condition that in order for a mazik to be a mazik of Mamoina, it has to be Mamoshoi. You have to know how that works with the sugi of Havli and Chavte, where the Gemara analyzes what the Chiv of Bar. So now the Gemara basically brings in our sugi, the Kela that took a Charora. So we understand, Lamando Meishim Mishim So we understand Chitzav the Kelavu. Right? We understand. But if you learn that Eishe is Mishim Amoinoi, Hayesh, Lab Mamoinoi, Debal Kelavu. Right? And therefore, the Balakelev should have nothing to do with it. Okay. So it is it is different. The Kelev himself went and was Adya Duye, and therefore, Al-Kharoro, Mishalim Nezek Shalim. Because the Kelev itself was Mazikit. Because that was basically Koychoi of Tzweres. So that's that. Okay. Let's now let's work our way backwards here. So Toysus comes, and Toysus says a chiddush, which seems to be a little bit inconsistent with the sikum asugya later later on of Gimel. And Toysus by us says eishim mishim chitzov loy sheyavir that's what Tyson says. So Tyson seems to be saying that you don't even require the fact that the Asiyas as long as he was Loy Shimer, that's sufficient. And this is a big problem that the Gedele Achreinim all ask on Tyson. Now, what do you mean? It's before, it came out Mephurish in the Sugi, not like that. Kemat Mefurish, not like that. So the whole the whole latter part of the sugi where the Gemara talks about Tom and Beish, and the Gemara makes that distinction, right? Where he was he was his Shia was that he wasn't Shoimer, or he wasn't Goyder, and over there the Gemara says that he's Taka. He's talking about Chayiv al So how could Toysus over here say that she is enough? Forgetting to understand what Toysus is saying, it seems to be a contradiction with the Sugya. So there's a famous idea from Rabbi Yaleib and the Yonis Elaim. They both explain that there's two kinds of Ishmira, of an Ish. One is that we had at the end of the Sugya with Hoyoloi Ligdo. Hoyoloi Ligdo Veloi Goda. That means, in fact, when you made the Eish, the Eish didn't have the Koyach to be Mavia. Then the Geder fell down. And then it was Hoyo Biyodei Ligdo Goda. You could have, and you didn't. But all that is secondary. So there it's Hakanat Chitzov. And this is Rabbi Yaleib and the Yonasilim both say this concept. Whereas, Toys is the beginning of the Sugya, is agreeing with that. But he's saying that if in the Aish itself at the beginning, the Pshi and the Shmir from the get-go was that the Aish would go to be Mazik, and that was the Pshi, the Pshi was that you didn't go now and make a Geda, then that would already still have the Allah of Aish and Mishim 
which may tie in to Tysis. If you look Tysis by us on Ahmed Bey's, he's a very strange guideline. The last Tysis on Chavbeis Ahmed Bey's says Chitz of the Cheresh. Hey Malagi, Choshim Mesivah LeCheresh Kiruach Metzuyel Rabbi Yechon Nami Mechayim. Right? So what's going on? He says. If, if according to Rabbi Yechanan, it's a Ruach Metsuya giving to a Cheresh, so then, Avade, Shmichayev, Viloy Koshen Kiroyuch Metsuya, Imken Koshen Rosh Lokish, Tsushvet Rosh Lokish, Dokuliyama Moidin and Chayov and Klal Aleish, Elabi Yechoil, Lahazik Ruach Metsuya. So Tosis here says a huge Chiddush. He says that there's a Ruach Metsuya of what you would call a Ruach Metsuya of Kala Which would mean that for all the other Mazikim except for Esh would be sufficient to say that you have to be concerned about that Ruach Metsuya. It's not a Ruach She'en Metsuya. And you not taking the necessary steps to mitigate that Ruach Metsuya would be enough to be Mechaivim. But Tosu says by Esh you need a different level. He says, by Eish, if you hold Eishim Mishim Chitzav, he says, Loi Mechayev ela ba'eish, sheyochol lahazik peguach metzuya harbei vekorei levadai. Fascinating. Toises. The Chazanish, Toises in Sanhedrin is mashma, he goes even further than this. Toises in Sanhedrin is mashma, that that ruach metzuya, that Ruach Metsuya that we are discussing, right, has to be that it's almost, it, it, it's, it doesn't exist, Bechlal, meaning you don't even need it. The Ruach Metsuya that means here is sort of just regular. No, no Ruach. Okay? Standard conditions. Okay? What's a Ruach Metsuya? Ruach Metsuya doesn't mean standard conditions. A Ruach Metsuya means standard wind. Right, standard wind. So a wind like this is standard to come. That's a ruach metzuyah. Okay, Toisus in Sanhedrin. Again, it, it's it's really it's a hemshach of this Toisus by us. Toisus by us is saying you need a different level of ruach metzuyah. To eshimishim chitzav, you need a new level of ruach metzuyah, not the regular level of ruach metzuyah. You need a new level of ruach metzuyah. And what's the level of ruach metzuyah that you need? Toisus says it's korev levadai. Toises in Sanhedrin is a little bit more specific. He says that Ruach Metsuya is, the lotion of Toises is, let's get to Toises. He says, So Toises over there seems to say that it's Yecholo Lahazik Beloya Ruach. That means that it's not. The Ruach Metsuya that we need by age is really no Ruach at all. This is a big Chiddush God. But the Chazanish adds a Knech. The Chazanish's Knech over here in Simon Bay's in Baba Kama really gives a whole different beer and then we can understand it better. Then we'll get to Rab Chaim and the two ways to understand the issue of Mishim Chitzav and how it works all over everywhere else. The Chazanish adds this one point. He says, Avade, Avade, Aruch Metsuya is fine. Toysis doesn't mean that it has to be that you made an Eish 
that's moving without any wind. Okay. Does does not mean that. Does not mean that. So what does he mean? So the Chazanish learns what Toysis means is that the, whatever the conditions are that took the age from point A to point B, those conditions were here when you started the age. That means Avada, it could be that the wind, as long as the wind was a Ruach Metsuya, the wind took it from point A to point B. And Toysis does not mean there's no Ruach, it means there's nothing new. Nothing new happened from when you started the Yesh. Which really means, which really means, that all Toysis is trying to say, in order for us to call something your chetz, it has to be that all elements, just like a chetz, all elements that were required to make this fire cause the particular damage were present when you shot the arrow. Otherwise, it was established afterwards. See, even if it could have been predicted, it could have been... Then we're already falling into that slippery slope of of uh, of Mamoinai, which is fine, but that's a different Hezek. That's not the Hezek of Eish. The Hezek of Eish has to be an element of Chetz, and the element of Chetz requires not just an expectation, but a reality on the ground at the time when you created the Eish for that to happen. And I think that this matches up with the Nemuki Yosef, the famous Nemuki Yosef over here by us in the Sugya, which is used so many different ways. But the Nemuki Yosef says, Nemuki Yosef has a very interesting question. He says, if you hold like a Yechanan, you hold Eishev Mishim Chitzov, right? How is a woman allowed to ben shlecht? How is anybody allowed to ben shlecht on Shabbos? Yeah, as the fire keeps on going throughout Shabbos, it's Chitzov, it's a big Mechal Shabbos. So Nemuki Yosef says the following. He says, the chitzav of Eish is not that it's ongoing. That we look at it like you started a fire at one o'clock, the fire then continued to go, and there's an ongoing action on your behalf at, at two, at three, at four, the fire went on for eight hours, you were shooting chitzin throughout that time. That is the that would be the simplistic way to understand it, which is the which is the question that the Mukiyasiv is asking. And his answer is no. It's considered like the complete action happened already. You shot the arrow at that time. Okay, it's not that you're shooting arrows. The arrow was shot. So there was a time of the shooting and there's a time of delivery. But the arrow was shot then. That's the that's the Mukiesim's Nakudah. And he says, therefore, it's not Chil Shabbos. It's all Arab Shabbos. The fire that's happening later on Shabbos, it's true, it's your action. But it was your action already. It's not an action that's being renewed. Okay? It's not an action that's being regenerated. Rather, it's it's that action that was completed before. That, that this is still being associated to. No different than if you shot an arrow at one o'clock and it took a half hour for the arrow to reach its destination. Your mice was shooting the arrow. That's the, 
That's the concept of the Nimukis. Now, if we take that back to this Tesis, makes a lot of sense. That's why Tesis requires that whatever element made this go from point A to point B had to be there then. Because it's not that I'm creating a process of chitzim. That's not what I'm doing. It's an act of shooting the chetz. The ash itself is the act of shooting the chetz. Now, Reb Chaim Briskel wants to say, in fact, that is shitas toisus. Because toisus has a fascinating position throughout Shas. Toisus holds that Eishim Yishim Chitzav is actually not just in Bavakam. Clearly, Mukhi Yosef is coming from that angle. It's not just Bavakam. It's in Kolaterakul. Somebody would kill with the Eish. As long as the Eish would qualify for Eishim Yishim Chitzav. He's a Ritzayach. He's a Ritzayach. There's discussion about Shechitim. Shechitim with Eishim Yishim Chitzav. But I say, that's what he Taka says. That's that's the understanding that Tesis has, that this is a din in Kola Terekula. And Tesis says this, he says it here in the Mesechta too, he says on Daphne Vov, but he's marach in it in Sanhedrin Ayin Zion, big arichas on this. There's also a Rosh that takes a position like Tesis. That Taka, you'd be a Ritzayach, if you look at the Rosh Payas and Sugi, takes that position. Which means that it's mamish your action. Mom is your action. Chaim understands that the 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 of Eish is really only one chiddush. That the Torah says that even though there's a koyach achar, after you shot this fire, you talk a for shooting the fire. There's a koyach achar. That koyach achar does not manipulate the fact that this is chitzav. That doesn't. That does not manipulate the element that it's chitzav. That's how Rabchaim understands. He says, therefore, Mamelin applies to Kalatarakula. Gideon was limited to Bavakama. Because it's not a Bavakama concept, really. It's a Chetz concept. It's a Gilu, it's true. Without Bavakama, we would say this idea, you know, it's Koyach Achar. And maybe Koyach Achar is an obstruction to the concept of Chetz. Because we're really being Machavi for that initial action. That's the whole point, which is really what the Nebuchadnezzar Yosef is saying. So it is a very similar obligation to Chetz. Now this is where Rashi could have a different position. This is where Rashi could have a different position, but it's not, not so partial. Not so partial. But the Rishonim clearly that a Chelek with Tesis, and know that it only applies to Bavakama, they definitely hold that way. They definitely hold that way. B'chaim Taka, B'chaim Briskel, says that these two ways to understand Ishim Ishim Chitzav. One is almost it works in the reverse. Meaning, Yochayev. Yochayev, because Bavakama says Eish is chayev. Now, what are we utilizing to associate this Chayev? We're utilizing Chetz. So, Chetzev is almost like a Shluch HaShaladim Kamoisei. That's how Chetzev is. The other way to look at it is the other way around. Chetz is Chetz. This is your arrow. Bavakama tells us that the fact that there's a Koyach Acha Mu'urev does not obstruct us from saying you shot that arrow. Again, provided that it has all the conditions that you need for shooting an arrow. has to be Vadai and this, like Taisu is saying, and Taisu and Sanhedrin. But that's the concept. That's, that's, where it, that's where it merges. So these are really two completely different ways how to understand Eishim Shem One is wearing a Bavakama hat, 
and basically saying, this is a chiyav and bavakame. The Torah was machadash chiyav esh. What is the Torah using to impose that obligation? It's associating it to you like a chitz. But it's still bavakama. And it's still only a din in Uchaz Nezikim. And therefore would not apply to Kol HaTarakul. The Nebuchadnezzar's question would Bechalal not be a question if you go with that approach. Then you have the approach of Toysus and the Rosh. Who say, no, this is Kol HaTarakul. This Eishim Yishim Chitzav, she even applied a Shechita. They even talk about by Shechita. When the knife gets dropped, it should be a kosher Shechita al They have a whole discussion about that. Right? It's, it's a Kol HaTarakul concept. And that approach is going completely different. That approach is learning that you're talking for the initial action. And again, this would be another use nafkamina. A fire, a, a wind that came after you started the fire. And ultimately, that wind is what caused the damage. That wind could have been predicted that it could have come, potentially, but it wasn't present. So if you learn it's above a comma, Halacha. Okay, if you learn it's above a kama halacha, then you'd be chayav. Toysus and Sanhedrin that adds that added requirement is because he learns it's a regular din of chetz. It's just that the Torah was machadish, that the element, the ruach achamurvoi, does not stop us from saying that when you launched the ish, that was your arrow. Okay? So now that the Torah proved the Koyach Achar as being integrated in the action of you launching the age, that Chiddush has been established. And now it could be used for Kolot Okay, we'll stop here for now.